Hello, and welcome to the Get Strong and Healthy podcast. My name is Anna Clow. Thank you for being here. Today, I have a guest on that I am so excited that is joining us today, Kirthana. Kirthana is my best friend. She has <laughs> my first ever client who we go, what has it been, like three and a half years at this point? 2020. Yeah, she, she's been with me since day one. She is about to graduate at University of Virginia, and she is a badass who has a really awesome health and fitness journey to share and a ton of insights, valuable insights as to, you know, how you can hit your protein as a vegetarian, how you can uh, make your health and fitness goals work as a very, very busy badass woman. So let's dive on in. Kirthana, I'd love for you to start with sharing a bit about your journey and we can go down uh, a little bit of your story and uh, see what value from that we can give to our listeners. Thank you, Anna, for having me. I'm so grateful. Like, I can't believe that it's been literally four years since we've started together. I never knew that my little phone call with you in 2020 would not only lead you to be my coach, but my best friend. We radiate on so many energies and I'm really excited to, you know, dive into all the different topics because I feel like we have a lot to share. But I think my fitness journey really started during COVID. I remember I was on Instagram and I saw Anna's page and she just looked like the most radiating soul ever and just gave me, I don't know, so much comfort. So I just messaged her and I was like, okay, didn't expect anything out of it. Just did it for fun. And then the next day I get this email and Anna's like, hey, let, let's please hop on a call. And then immediately when I called, she just gave me so much comfort and encouragement. And something that I love about Anna is that she's about like taking action like now. I remember I was supposed to go on this sort of beach vacation and I was like, we can start when I'm back. And Anna was like, no, we're going to start now. Fitness is lifetime. And I think like, that's something that's always stayed with me because I agree with that. Life always takes its course and you can't wait for the perfect moment to start, you know, your health journey. And I think that's what I learned over the last few years. But in 2020, it was so nice because I wasn't even able to go to the gym yet during COVID. We made it work so well and I made insane progress just by lifting. I learned that, you know, I don't really want to just be like skinny or this typical stereotypical girl. I want to be strong. I want to meet these goals. And I really like that over the years, I feel that my mindset changed and that I used to be very much about my body and my aesthetics, but then it changed into, okay, like this year I want to do bench for a hundred or this year I want to do squat for this. And I think that when you have goals and something to attain to, you're more proud of yourself. It's more fulfilling. And in the end, it eventually leads to aesthetic goals anyways. So I think you helped me work through that mindset specifically and over the years, I feel that my goals changed a lot with regards to my training plan. During COVID until gyms open, it was very much home style. That's what you did for me. We made so much progress with like three dumbbells at my home and we made it work on so many levels. So I started off by doing workouts at home and we kept it super simple. And that's the thing that I love about Strong and Healthy. We started off like we didn't make these huge life changes. I thought I'd have to literally completely turn my life 180. But instead, it was always such small goals. Like I remember we started off with 10k steps. And I was this was during COVID. I was like, you know what, it's getting too much for me. Like maybe I feel I'm being more consistent around 7k. And literally ever since then, I've only kept it at 7k. And we've always preached that consistency is more important than being 
inconsistent and just reaching the so-called goal that people say 10k for two or three times a week and your goals shouldn't be like so mentally draining they should be challenging of course but it shouldn't be like oh I cannot continue this for a long time and that's also something that I learned and those were big changes I had during COVID which really set me up for success I feel like when gyms started opening I remember I was so scared and you took me to the gym and I remember doing just the bar and I was so excited for squats. I was like, this is my dream. And then from there, like now I squat like 135, 145. I never expected to even make that huge journey. And I know that there's so much more to give. And it was just amazing. I think 2021, 2022 was mostly focused on me just getting into some sort of gym routine, like incorporating the three compound lifts, like bench, deadlift, and squat. And then it was really like a new change because then I went back to UVA because during COVID I was at home. So, you know, I had more flexibility with my schedule. But once I went to UVA, things are different. I have to attend class XYZ Hive group projects. Like school is challenging. You know what I mean? Life is challenging. But I think that's the beauty of having a coach. Like I think that everyone should have a coach no matter what, because you need someone in your life who's like there for you. and like, holds you accountable because a lot of the times your brain will tell you I don't have time for this I don't have time for that but when you have someone who's behind you being like you can do this I know you can you just kind of like reframe your head along the way and I think that at UVA I just learned that you know no matter how tough my schedule is fitness can always be incorporated like if you want to make something work you're gonna you're gonna do it like for example this summer I worked in investment banking my hours are horrible like I literally work till 2 or 3 a.m. some nights I worked super late and you know I wouldn't have any there's no flexibility with that like job basically if someone says you have to do xyz you gotta I don't care what time it is you gotta do xyz but yeah I still train like three times a week you know what I mean like yeah you just have to make it work and I think that sort of mental grit is something that I really think that fitness and lifting can bring you over time. And I really hope that everyone, you know, does some sort of physical activity because it really calms you down so much and makes you so disciplined in life. And most of all, I think something else that I learned is that failure is okay. There is so many times I wasn't able to like bench XYZ. I couldn't even do the bar at one point and now I can do like 75-ish. And you know what I mean? It's just, if you can't do it today, you can do it tomorrow. But if you give up, then you can never do it tomorrow. You know what I mean? So it's like, all these like, fitness things just translated into my life and just showed me that if I really want to do something, I can. And I think it just inspired me to also be more bold and talk to people and be more social. Like this past semester in 2023, I went abroad to Milan. That's something I think I would never have done if I didn't get into fitness because through fitness, I showed that I can do new things. So I was like, okay, I want to try something else. And so like, it just translated so much into my personal life that that was something that was so unexpected for me personally. And then I think also going into the fact that we've always made fitness work no matter what my schedule or goals were. Like when I was abroad like this in 2023, we talked about, you know what, these six months aren't really going to be much about like my aesthetic or my goals. I want to enjoy being in Europe. Like I really want to travel. And we made it work. We kept things consistent in the sense of always getting in my 7K steps. Like water control the controllables that's what we've always talked about and then you know I would lift pretty uh, a good amount but we also 
you also gave me comfort in that when I couldn't, because like I didn't have accessibility or I was on a trip, you were always like the gym will always be there. Like this is life. And I think that just always made me like be more present in the moment and enjoy life. So I think that people worry that like, oh, you know, these next six months, like these are going to be my new goals. Like life is going to be this way. And, you know, fitness can't be incorporated. No, fitness can always be incorporated. You just have to be willing to modify them because your goals are not always going to be the same. Like I remember when I was abroad, you were like, our goal right now is to maintain. And so that just gave me so much comfort because I knew I wasn't lifting heavier, but I was also like, okay, as long as I maintain this and I'm just doing this for myself and feeling good, like the idea of feeling good, not because I have to, but because I know this is going to make me feel good then you just like life just becomes better. And I think that something else that I realized is that when you have the most busiest schedule, that's and like the most toughest time in your life, that's when you need to have fitness the most. People think like it's when it should be when life is easy. No, it's when life is difficult. Because when life is difficult, you need that relief, you need that healthy habit in your life, like whatever it is, like even if it's just walking for 30 minutes, fitness looks different for everyone. Like for me, that's like, running now or like lifting so I just feel like people should always incorporate some sort of exercise that they like there's no certain rule but I really think that you know with your brain and your neurotransmitters scientifically and also just personally how I felt like it it always reduces any sort of anxiety I have it always clears my head like in so many types of ways but I think that's all my past I think now It's so fun because these past few months, we've gotten into a hybrid training plan. Personally, never thought I'd be a cardio girl or runner. But since I was in New York this summer, I just got inspired seeing so many people run. And I love just trying something new. So just we've been doing a hybrid plan and it's been so much fun. I did a 10K in October and then I want to do a half marathon this year. So I'm so grateful because Anna literally like I'll throw random stuff that I want to do at her. I'll be like, today I want to do this and she'll always come up with some sort of plan for me and be so excited and supportive and when you know there's someone in your life that supports you 100% it just you just need a person like Anna in your life I genuinely mean it we don't talk every day but she's like my soul sister and I think most importantly the best coach out there so I feel like my journey but happy to dive into anything else or any other topics that we want to talk about first off you're so sweet and second off girl there was just gems on gems on gems <laughs> in your journey that you were dropping I was like well, <laughs> we need a pause to let this sink in for the listeners something you said was was when you're the most busy that is when you need health and fitness the most and I think that's something that is really easy to forget like when people get stressed out, like myself included. It's easy to be like, you know, what can I drop? Okay, I'm going to drop my workout. But what does that do? You're probably like more anxious during the day. You didn't get your movement in, right? And it's so important to make that a priority, even if it has to look different, just like you were talking about modifying your plan throughout the seasons of life. That is like one of my most favorite things like thinking about your journey is just all the different seasons you've been in. Like you were investment banking up in New York and we were seeing how we could make that work and just like being okay with, Hey, this is a season of maintenance, right? This is just a season of getting your movement in, you know, doing your best to feel good. Like we're not going to worry about big goals. 
And then, you know, you come back from that and you're like, I'm ready to, you know, pursue running. And I'm like, heck yeah, let's freaking do it. And so it's been really cool to, you know, watch you just kind of get the spark for these different goals in in your journey. And I'd like to go back to something where you mentioned that you kind of shifted from aesthetics being your number one to more so sounds like performance coming first and then kind of thinking as aesthetics being the byproduct of you know how you're showing up of the different things that you're doing and personally that's a that's my favorite way to kind of think about my goals is typically when I can put aesthetics as like the byproduct that for me I find to be more fun more fulfilling when I'm you know focused on my performance on my health whatever I, I say this currently going into an aesthetic phase, but, uh, but, you know, generally I think that this shift for a lot of people can be amazing, especially when you've had issues with like body image and like your mental health surrounding that, like in the past, specifically transitioning into performance-based goals is amazing. But I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on like what that did for your mental state, for your mental health, for your mindset? Like what what did that shift do for you? Yeah, no, for sure. I love to talk about that. I think, first of all, like every person is different. You know, some people can take aesthetics and run with it. And that's the way that they can keep consistent. And that's what's worked for them. And, you know, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. But I think for me, like coming from background, like before we started where I had a lot of body image issues and like different types of, you know, issues with like eating and whatnot. I think that if you are on that same wavelength or you feel that, you know, sometimes it can be mentally draining. I think that when you simply just are like, I need to look like X and life is going to suck if you look like X, then you give up pretty easily because you'll just, if what body changes all the time. Like if I look at pictures from the beginning of 2023 to the end, I look different. If I look at 2020, I look different because that's what life is. Like no person is going to stay the same every single moment. And going back, it's just that when I focus so much on aesthetics, like I give up easily and it's just mentally draining for me. So like, if you relate on that level, I think that when you have goals that are more like I want to achieve this. I want to bench this. You feel empowered, you know, like it's that empowering feeling and the feeling like, okay, I'm going to go get this goal. And what I've noticed is when, cause you're the one that's actually helped me change into that mindset because we've talked about my struggles and we've talked about how maybe like shifting this mindset would be beneficial for me. And when I started to finally embrace it and like, let go and just be like, I want to just be strong. I just want to be healthy. Like what at the end of the day, you don't want to be like 80 years old and not be able to like lift anything. Or I just want to have that sort of strength in my daily life too. And I think that all of that combined and being like knowing my past, I feel that it was really important to shift more into goal oriented. And I think when you're goal oriented, I've noticed so many more changes like automatically in my body. So for me, I think that it works best in that way. And I think a lot of people can relate. So I'm on that same wavelength. I feel that it's better to just have certain goals and then transform into that. Like even for me, like running, like has definitely changed my physique. But at the same time, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm doing running because I need to change the way I am. 
no, I want to run for fun. And I want to run because this is a goal I want to achieve. Like, it's more goal and more fulfilling. And just when you embrace that, then automatically everything else works out, I feel. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I love how you mentioned it's it's different for everyone because like, you know, some people have a totally like, you know, maybe they're coming from a great place of like wanting to pursue an aesthetic goal. But a lot of the time, yeah, of course, most people I find, especially when you're like starting out in the fitness world, it can oftentimes come from maybe a negative spot with your relationship to yourself and, you know, and your body. And so sometimes I, I see this like journey in a lot of people play out where they start with that goal and then they get burnt out and they're realizing that they might be doing it for kind of the wrong reasons. And so maybe they transition into making a deeper, stronger why, and that's what keeps them going. And then maybe, exactly. yeah, and maybe one day they come back to aesthetic goals because I'm literally, exactly. describing, I'm describing my journey right now with like, exactly everything is in phases and coming back to, you know, you can always, you can always choose to pursue different goals at different times. And I think that's the coolest thing that, you know, watching your journey, just how you've kind of so, so like gracefully kind of like woven into different like seasons. And, and you've, you've inspired me too. I, I'm getting Stop. it now. Kirthan is like Miss Inspiration out here. I'm like, I, I want to try this out too. She's like, oh, no, Anna is literally my inspiration and I think like also like I'm so proud of your journey too like I think me and you have like grown together over the years and I think that's the beauty of life is when you grow with someone around you it's just the best feeling but also like going back to the statement that not like everybody is different like for example we never tracked a day in my life when it comes to calories and I think that people think that like you need to track in order to see like physique goals and that's not true at all like really personally I have not used any sort of tracking other than like at this time like tracking protein which has been fun because it's like I get to eat more and do all these things but I think that you have to reflect and think what works for you because if you make these drastic changes that you know are mentally draining or that aren't aligning with you and what you truly want you're never going to continue it forever like you got to think because you told me this once was like, do you think you could do this forever? Like if the answer is no, then maybe you got to modify it, you know, and do something that's more attainable. Because when you do that, you enjoy life more. Like I think my philosophy in life is just that life is too short. Like, okay, you want to enjoy it and enjoy fitness. Like don't use fitness as a punishment. Fitness is not a punishment. And that's why I say that everyone should do some sort of physical activity that works for them because it looks different for everyone you know like I know my mom enjoys her walks a lot so it's like walking is important to her so I think that you got to just reflect and do what's best for you and when you do that you're just happier and you look better and everything just works you know what I'm saying yeah everything falls into place when you you let go of that control sometimes yeah exactly exactly but Also, like, I think it would be fun to dive into maybe like my protein, you my new protein goals these last few months, like ever since I've been doing hybrid training. For anyone that doesn't know, I'm a vegetarian. So that means I don't eat no fish, no meat. The only thing that I eat is eggs, like that, I guess, counts. But 
somehow we made it work where I eat around 130 grams of protein, like literally every most days, I would say I'm pretty consistent with it. And I think, again, it goes back to my philosophy that if you want to make something work, you're going to find a solution. People will just be like, it's too hard. Well, okay, let's try harder. Like if you really care about it, you're going to do it. And I was really resistant. So I can't even be like a hypocrite on this. I was like, Anna, no, I can't do this. Like I'm literally going, I cannot. And you were like, you were so cute. You were like, yeah, just try one more week. Like, you know, I know you got it. And then over time, I just figured out what works. So if anyone's like on the same boat, because I know veganism and all these type of things are also new, but for vegetarians specifically, I think you just have to use the staples. Like egg whites are literally my life savior because literally a cup of egg whites has 30 grams of protein like around and if you add some cheese to that I will literally by the time breakfast is done get like 50 grams and that's something that's helped me too is front loading the beginning of the day because I think that when you wait till the evening like night just gets too hard because I can't just eat like a chicken breast or fish and get like 50 grams of protein so I think that that's something that's truly helped me is front loading in the day so my staples are definitely like tofu Greek yogurt has amazing amount of protein. So I'll do a yogurt bowl for snack. Protein shakes, so helpful, like premier protein or any sort of protein. That's like 30 to 40 grams usually. That's a lot of protein. And then my omelets plus different snacks will be like 50 to 60. So like it's pretty attainable to get. You just like want to, if you want to get it, you can get it. So I think that for all the listeners out there who are vegetarians, just have the staples at home, like Greek yogurt, egg whites, eggs, tofu. And I know there's a bunch more like edamame. I know there's so many, just look up a list and have those sort of staples in your house. And then you can just create a meal out of it. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't need to stress too much about it. It doesn't need to be a perfect meal. Like it could be Sometimes you just literally throw the most random things in, you know, and make it a meal. So I think that's kind of been my protein journey, but it's been really fun. I'd love for you to share, like, what has hitting your protein done for you? What have you noticed has changed? So I remember at one point telling you this, that I'm like always hungry. And that wasn't even because I wasn't eating, like I was fully eating. And I was eating enough too, but it was the fact that a lot of my diet was just mostly like not protein related because as a vegetarian, it's hard. Like I'll eat good, healthy, amazing food, but what happens when you don't get in like a lot of protein is you get hungry really quickly. Like it's not satiating. You know what I mean? Like you truly want to be full and you truly want to feel that, okay, I feel good right now. Like you need protein. And so I think that for me personally, it's truly helped me feel more satiated during my meals and I mean like after my meal and that's truly helped me so much like I feel good after I eat and I feel stronger I think you need protein for your gains too and that that was something that I was really missing because remember I was telling you it was like stuck on bench for like so long but I really feel like it was my protein goals this semester that's helped me increase that because I was stuck at this weight forever like literally years at this point and I didn't know what I was doing and really the only thing I was doing differently this semester was eating more protein and eating more and I think like truly that's helped me so much I really do think other than like form stuff like I really think it was the diet stuff because you know like 70% of your goals are in the kitchen like I really do think that and I think that if you don't keep that in mind, no matter what you do at the gym, it's going to get hard. Absolutely. And I know it was that protein that definitely, definitely makes a huge difference. It's so important giving your body adequate 
tools it needs to recover and build. Yes. Uh, so, and always knows. <laughs> so curious to dive into supplementation a little bit. That's something oh, yeah. you and I have gotten into in the past couple months, along with this protein goal. We've kind of gotten a little bit more specific here and you got some blood work done and I'd love for you to share with the listeners kind of what that process was like, what you, you know, what you found and what we added in and how that's really affected your life and your fitness journey. I would love to, I completely slipped on that, but I remember, so after I came back from New York this summer, I literally got sick for like a good two months. Like I was so confused. I was like, why am I getting this sick? And I was like, okay, maybe I need to get my blood work done. You were like, how about you get your blood work done and see? And we talked about like maybe having some deficiencies. And when I did, I had like five different deficiencies. So I think getting your blood work is really important. Honestly, it was like years before I got it done. And ever since we started supplementation, so I take iron, vitamin C and vitamin B. And ever since I started taking that, literally, not only do I notice so much more energy, like I feel so much better and literally able to like not feel lethargic and super tired, but also it's really helped with my immunity. It's all linked, you know, if you're getting sick often or you're stressed often, like it translates. That's what people don't realize. Your true actual health matters a lot because if you're not actually feeling good or you're getting sick often, then you can't go to the gym as often or you can't do X, Y, and Z. So I think that that's what I love about you and strong and healthy is that we always dive into like the true reason we start from the ground up we don't like go to the superficial stuff we start like okay lifestyle wise what supplements should you be adding to feel better and what can we do to control hormone regulation and then from there we like build it up so I think it's really important to start from the basics and see like is your immunity good do you need to be adding these like vitamins and it's so easy I know we talked like what was the company Thorn or something, right? It was like so good with the supplements. You literally sent me the links. Like that's what I'm saying. You make it so easy. Like, so people just need Annex. She'll literally be like, get this, get this, get this. And she'll put it as like a sort of reminder for you too on your like little tracker. So I think that's also the, another beauty of having you as a coach is that it's always made my life easier. You know what I mean? That's why I think it's so important. It's like, do you think that are going to make your life easier? Like even with running and stuff I did zero research with running Anna did all the research and she told she sent me videos and told me what to do and you know I know like running and stuff it's like new to YouTube but you've done so much research and made it work for me and I think that's another thing that's so great is that no matter what people want to do like another sport another whatnot it's a doesn't matter if you don't really like per se know it right now because I know you're gonna do a foot like literally a shitload of research and come back and condense it and tell you like create a plan like you literally created my running plan so I'm just saying it really helps because you will literally accommodate any sort of goal I have and strong and healthy always starts from like bottom up and I think that's really what's important because you want to tackle the real reasons and I think honestly everyone should get blood work done because I'm pretty sure like 90% of people have some sort of deficiency like even vitamin d specifically too because we sit at home all day we don't really like get enough sun you know so there's just different things that vitamin c always helps like for me i have lower immunity and vitamin c is super important for me to take so i think that everyone just could benefit from getting their blood work done and yeah love it love it and uh, yeah with your running goals it was super fun like kind of diving into how to program for that and we've talked about your goals moving forward of you know running the half and I'm like, hey, is your goal to really like maximize your pace or do you yeah. 
that or is it to really just kind of complete this? Because I'm trying to gauge like, you know, hey, am I, is this in my wheelhouse or maybe do I need to, you know, refer you to a running coach and, and we can, you know, absolutely talk about that down the line or who knows, maybe I'll become a running coach too. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Literally never beneath you to literally be like, I'm a running coach. Now. Like I could just imagine Anna texting me that one day, like Anna's a go-getter. And yeah, I really just, I'm so glad that I joined Strong and Healthy. Like it was, I was literally in bed that night, just did the little, what was a Google form at that time. Now things have obviously changed dramatically, but it was, you know, life works in mysterious ways. And I think sometimes you just got to trust your gut and people should be with you because truly it's like changed my life in so many ways. And I really cannot imagine not having you as my coach and my bestie in my life. So I can't believe it's been literally four years. Like it's actually insane to me. Like where the heck has time gone? Like, oh my God. No, girl, you're going to make me cry over here. <laughs> I know, literally, like, going to start sobbing, like, BRB. <laughs> <laughs> so to finish off this podcast, I would love to hear if you have any tips, advice, going back to the point of making things work in a really busy schedule. I would love some, if you have any, like, tactical, tangible, or even some mindset shifts to make when you're super busy, maybe you're stressed out, and kind of making your fitness plan work. So a couple of things that work for me, if anyone's the same, I'm a morning person. So I think if you're a morning person, please do your fitness stuff first thing in the morning because when you have a really busy schedule – it's just like going to be 11 p.m. and you're going to give up. So that's something that's helped me is like at school, I literally wake up first thing, hit the gym. And then I feel so good. Like for me, that works so well because I'm like, I know I have this busy schedule. Now that's out of the way. I feel good. I like started my day off the right step. It's like how you start your day that I think really matters. Because when I set my tone as like, I've already completed my workout, I showered, I ate breakfast. I'm like, damn, I did so much. Like no matter what else I accomplished with school per se the later half of the day I'm like I already did so much and that type of motivation and drive keeps you through the entire day so I think that's something um that's truly helped me and I would say definitely be flexible like that's hard for someone like me because I'm super type a and I'm very much like I need to if it, my schedule program says Monday like I best bet my brain tells me Monday it is but what I've learned to rewire is that it's okay. Like, okay, today ends up somehow at school. Sometimes it just ends up being a psychotic, crazy day. Okay. I'm just going to go tomorrow. Like there's seven days in a week. Okay. When I'm not training seven days. So like, it's okay. If something was planned for some day, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. Like make it work. Literally, if you want to make it work. Okay. I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm just going to do it. So I just think like I was really flexible this semester because we talked about how this semester was super hard for me. I was doing a bunch of finance and accounting classes. Since I went abroad, it was just so much harder. And we just always made it work. Like that's my philosophy in life, whether it's relationships, whether it's friendships, whether it's fitness, if you want to make something work, you can make it work. And then I think also just like writing down, maybe like I think Google Calendar and just simple stuff, whatever works for you to maybe you put it on a sticky note. Sometimes I'll just put on a sticky note, like the night before I'll put out like, okay, lift X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. So like planning, definitely helps but with planning make sure you're a little flexible when your schedule is like busy because things don't always work the way you want and then I think doing things in the morning for me really helps and at the end of the day like control the controllables okay life always goes in seasons that's the beauty of life and you learn something 
through each season of life. And I think that when you're not fixated and you let go and you're just like, I'm doing this for me and I'm going to try my best and you truly try your best, then even if your best is 80% of what you wanted to do, at the end of the day, you can go to bed at night. So I think that when I know that I tried my best, that's all that matters because that's all I could do. You know what I mean? So I think that we've just made it work. And that's why I think at the end of the day, it's also important to have a coach or someone in your life that holds you accountable because truly, if I didn't have someone planning all these workouts for me or like everything's done for me, I just go on my app and I go to the gym and I don't have to think, you know, that making things like super easy when we need, when you don't need to think in a busy schedule, that's what really helps. Because if you have to go to the gym, and then think about what you're going to do, like, it's going to be chaotic. So I think when you're really busy, it really helps having a coach too. like at the end of the day, because I don't plan my runs, I don't plan anything. I literally wake up and I'm like, check my little app. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go do this real quick. I just know that that's what can happen. And also, lastly, to add, like, we've always made it work in that. I think something we forgot to add is when there were times where I was like, mega busy in school, we changed my program where the workouts are shorter, you know, like, at the end of the day, consistency is what matters. It's not really about doing five-hour lifts. It's about feeling good and then just getting it done. So, so many different things, but it revolves around you being there for me 100% of the time. And then just being a little flexible. Like, life is beautiful. You just gotta, just gotta roll with it and make it work. I freaking love that. And one more thing with, you know, the one of the things with having a coach that I hear a lot of coaches talk about One of the big reasons they love having a coach is that we as humans are emotional beings and we're so close to ourselves. So it's really easy to kind of have an emotional reaction to, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not making progress in this way. So I want to like change this or that, or, you know, you're kind of like freaking out about something. And so then you want to go ahead and change it. Whereas a coach is able to have that objective view of your life and of like your, where you're at and, you know, your history and kind of all the things coming together to, they can say, Hey, you know, let's stick it out. We maybe just need you, need you to be here at this protocol for another couple of weeks. And we're going to see some, and then you're able to fill out and really just, yeah, have that guidance. No, exactly. It's that's what I'm saying. It like reduces your thinking. Like it's crazy because when you just make things in a way where you don't need to put so much like brain energy into it, it makes you willing to do it more. And I think that that's the beauty of having a coach because like you said, we're emotional creatures. You know, we think with emotions and when there's someone there for you, that's like, no, you got it. Like today's just hard, but you got it. You know, and they also like I think there's so many times you showed me that in times where I thought I made no progress, you were like, actually, you made a lot of progress. So I think that when you have someone who can reflect from for you in an objective viewpoint, it really helps because our brains can tell us that, oh my God, this is not working. This is so bad. Like, this is just such a waste of time. But then when there's someone around you, that's like, wait, actually, like you've been doing this because, you know, like another person looks at it objectively versus like you look at it super subjectively. So all these different things. I feel like I could start talking about life for like another three hours, but it's been literally so much fun being on this podcast. I feel like I've reflected so much and just even talking. Yeah. Kirithana and I, when we hang out, we could, we could just talk for hours and hours. And yeah. hours. We just, we go a hundred miles a minute. If you guys can't already tell, and we just don't stop. <laughs> We're literally crazy. I remember on Christmas Eve, okay, it's so funny. We literally ran, and like, you know, most people would just be doing other shit. We literally ran like three miles 
And then Anna came to visit me once at UVA and it was like 7 p.m. And we literally just like ran. We just do all these crazy things. Like it was 7 p.m. on a Friday and everyone was out drinking at these bars and we were running past them. And yeah, <laughs> and I were having a ball being like, look at us go. Yeah. We're different. <laughs> we're, we're not like, a little ego nuts. boost. A our our little egos ego loved it. Our egos loved it. We ate that up. We literally <laughs> ate that up. But so Christmas much fun. Eve, Christmas it Eve was... kind of pushes me to run three miles and I died, but it was really, really cool. And just, but you did it. Like, that's the thing. That's, I think, what running taught me, which is like a whole other podcast on its own. But running taught me that, like, your brain tricks you. Like, I'm sorry, but your brain will literally lie to you. Like, there's so many times their brain was like, I cannot do this. My body can, but the brain just somehow like you're literally tells you you can't do things. And when you push your brain and you just do it anyways, and you tell your brain to just shut up, then your brain is like, okay, maybe I can do this. So you got to prove to yourself, like stick to your word. You're going to run three miles and you decide that run the three miles, literally just run it. Like this morning, I told myself I'm running three at like 1.5. I really did not want to do this anymore, but I ran, I ran three and I showed myself like, I'm not going to rely on this motivation you know motivation comes and goes like you got to rely on the structure and what you know is best for you so whole other podcast on its own about motivation because you know I can keep ranting but (laughs) yeah I, I love this podcast so much thank you so much for sharing your perspectives and your journey and all the mindset gems I'm sure that, you know, our listeners get a ton from just hearing how you think about things and your different points along your journey. So thank you, Kirtana. Thank you, Anna. It was so precious to be on this podcast. We've been planning this for a very, very long time. But 2024, me and Anna said that this is our year where we take action and look at us. The year just started and we got the podcast done. So, so much more to come to all the listeners. Like make 2024 yours. I always think that you have control over your life. Like you want to make something happen, make it happen. So it's a beautiful year. I think there's so abundance of success. I think people also forget that there's success for everyone. There's wealth for everyone. There's happiness for everyone. So you just got to take it and roll with it. And life is beautiful. I'm so happy for 2024. And I'm happy for what the world has to offer to everyone too. Love it. Thank you, Kirthana. And we'll see you guys on the podcast next time. and